Insomnia. Neth? Hey. Chris? Hi. This asshole. Azeroth Coast to Coast. Good luck trying to get the music to load correctly in the future, asshole me. Hello, assholes. Hello, asshole. Bitch. Yeah. How y'all? Uh, we're off, how, we're how off to a great doing? start, guys. Yep. And this is how we show each other love. <laughs> uh-huh. mm. <sighs> Jackasses. Mm, very true. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. A little tired, but I'm fine. I get you. I get you. Neth. What? Seeing if you do how you're doing. That was that was all. I'm good. Uh, Good. I've been sleeping poorly. So let's talk about our fucking last few weeks, you assholes, or last week in Chris and mine's case. Mm -hmm. Because there's a show in the pipeline that I didn't get finished editing before we got to this. It was a makeup show, and so there'll be and I wasn't there. Yeah, there'll be like two episodes releasing this week, I think. Probably. Yep. Uh, Christopher, what you been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? I've been playing TBC Classic. Uh, my druid is like one third phase best at this point now. Okay. So getting there. Um, the Karazhan run that we did this week was actually the 20th fastest clear on the server. Okay. Cool. So go us. Goes. We're uh, we're we're looking to shave that down by about half an hour next week. Um, and LB being a mad lad, purchased me uh, the Mass Effect le- 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 Legendary Edition, which has all the games and all the DLC. And I've never played it, so he's adamant that anyone who's never played it has to play it. And I'm glad he did because I've finished Mass Effect One. It's really fucking good, and I love it. Oh, you're a full game ahead of me now. I'm a full game ahead of you. I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm I've moved on to two. I'm like a little chunk through two at this point now. Neth, did you ever play Mass Effect? I hadn't, and LB also mad ladded at me and sent me the same gift that Chris got. Um, but I haven't had a lot of time to play it, so so I will I've... not talk about anything that Chris did in his playthrough. Yeah, please okay. don't. I I actually like. Even when I was in the channel, if Chris had to ask LB questions, like I was like, just drag me out of the channel and drag me back when you're done so I don't hear spoilers. So I wasn't watching him do it. I wasn't listening to spoilery stuff. So. I'm just going. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, Chris, you fucked up. Oh, no, I know. I fucked up. But and even LB is surprised of this. I stuck to my decision. I stuck to the outcome. I did not. I'm, I'm very proud of you. Make I did not reload the save and make a different decision. The cons because I, consequences. I, I, consequences. Do I need to plug my ears and la la la? No, no. Literally, we're being very, very vague about it. Um, I did not 
edit my decision. It's one of the reasons I love D&D because the cho- the choices that you make in that game and the consequences of the things you do have action. Have have re- the results of the things you do have consequences. Deal with it. Consequences <laughs> will never be the same. No. Never you know what game same. I loved that had that in it? And it like it was visual. Um fab- do you remember the Fable games? Yes, I love the Fable games. I loved the Fable games because, like, it actually affected your visual character appearance if you went, like, hardcore bad or hardcore good. Like, your character started to change to look. Like yeah. a caricature. Um, Gav, what, you were there when I fucked up that decision. Mm-hmm. How... Just after, actually. How angry was I? You were very upset. You did everything you could to rectify that situation, and you did eventually. Yes, I did. Yep. Yes, I'm now I afraid did. of any and all decisions I may need to make. <laughs> you should uh, always be afraid of the decisions you have to make in this in these fucking games. Always be okay. afraid, but uh, his decisions towards the end of the game. Uh, that the, the one we're specifically talking about is towards the end of the game. I was very, very angry, and I would, but. I got my revenge, so I was happy by the end of it. Well, not happy, but sated by the end of it. The one thing that I'm not understanding so far is the the equipment and like the little people that come with you. Like how to get them to do shit properly because they're annoying. They won't do shit properly. Not in the first. Okay, so they're gonna keep. They're just gonna keep annoying me. Good to know. They're They're gonna do whatever they want. The AI improves as the games progress, but the first one it is fucking hot, steaming garbage. Well, um, quick, you gotta remember the game's fucking almost twenty years old, isn't yes, it? it is, oh, it is, is it really? It's yeah, original. Oh, okay. The original, the original, original came out in like two thousand five. Okay. Uh, um. The yeah, it's an old ass game, but uh, yeah, the the even going from game one to game two, the combat and the AI, they improve significantly. Significantly from the first game. Okay, good to know. Because, like, I'm not very far in. Like, I'm, I'm, I've only played, like, a tiny bit. But, like, even the tiny bit I've played, the the AI, the people that are with you, like, they were pissing me the fuck off. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, at the start of the game, and I gotta control you guys? Fuck off. I'll just go solo, because it's not an option. Yeah, first I'm game intre- 2007. I'm interested to see when Neth finishes the first game, the companions that she uses that you use the most, and which ones click with you? Because I, I, now that I've finished the first game, I'm watching Stone streams to see how mm-hmm. he's enjoying it. And there's 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 NPCs that both of us seem to despise. There's NPCs mm-hmm. that both of us seem to really like. And there's but there's compa- there's severe, there's slight differences in the companions we're utilizing. Okay. And. Uh, but he's also gra- it looks like he's also grabbing the ones that he likes rather than oh this is going to be key type thing you know yeah um chris question did you finish all the dlc as far as i know lb said yes okay then you're good all right i'll probably well, play s- i am probably going to play some of it today so okay perfect um Neff. Gav. What you been up to? 
Um, well, it's been a while for me since I've done my update because um, I wasn't here wow. last week. I've played Warzone, tiny bit of Mass Effect, um, a little bit more of Phoenix. I, I've been kind of just picking away at Phoenix slowly. Um, not because I'm not enjoying it. I'm having a blast with it. It's just I'm picking away with it when I'm sitting on the couch instead of on the computer. Um, yeah, no, I've been... The big thing I've been doing is going through a bunch of stuff in a storage room to get ready for donating to charity. So that's taken up a bunch of my time. So I haven't been on game as much. Okay. Spring cleaning! Yay! Woo! 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 What about you, Gav? What have you been up to? I have been playing... (coughs) Pardon me. Uh, Video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Any particular ones? Um, I've been playing Destiny 2. I need to finish catching up on this week's worth of stuff because I actually am enjoying the story for this season pass. And uh, the gameplay loop's been pretty good. I, I, I haven't been upset with it. Like, the times I've come back in the past after they added the season, the season, this is the way they do the seasons now. Um, I've been upset after like a week or two, after a couple of weeks of playing, but I've actually been pretty engaged and kept in. Just wish I had people to play with. Um, but I'm not going to tell anybody to spend 20 bucks to pick up the season and then, or 10 bucks to pick up the season or whatever, and then whatever it's going to cost them to pick up Beyond Light because people probably don't have Beyond Light because they haven't played Destiny in like two years. Is Destiny the one that you guys were all playing and then I played a little bit and you guys were like making me fall off shit and it was making me really nauseous so Brayden ended up playing as me? I believe that might be the case. Okay. Yes, that sounds about right. Um, but that's yeah, something no. we would do. Yeah, sounds yeah. sounds very sounds very correct. Um, not not so much this one, more mm-hmm. this one. This one. This one. Yeah, yeah that one. one. Yeah. Yeah, I do that a lot to yeah. people because I'm a dick. Um, and it was hard enough because I was having issues even making a jump because like any movement in that game was making me so nauseous. And it was like, would you please fuck off? Because it's hard enough to jump already without you fucking adding to it. Mm-hmm. Making I'm it more difficult. Yep, I'm a dick. What can yeah. I say? It wasn't you, though, Chris. Um, it was Gav. It was 100%. No, I did it, too. You I just know. did it more. But yeah, I, I don't remember you doing it. I just remember Gav doing it a lot. You did it I a lot. I did it one I, or two times. If I did, yeah. if you did it, Chris, it was probably because I encouraged you to do it. Oh, 100%. 100%. Truth. And I am easily swayed when it comes to someone who is essentially me, but Texan and straight. Yep. I'm a dick. <laughs> what can I say? I'm an asshole. Um, other stuff. Uh, I've been playing Oxygen Not Included. I think I mentioned this either last week or the week before, but Vil bought it for me because it was on sale, and he saw he did, it was on my yeah. wish list. He saw it was on my wish list because I had because I like Clay's games; they do pretty good stuff. And he sent it to me, and I'm just like, "Well, I'm about to lose a chunk of my life." <laughs> so the like 500 hours, the like 500 to 700 hours I have in Dwarf Fortress all came in like one summer. Jesus. Yeah, I have a problem with simulation games and city builders and things like that. I mean, yeah. 
I have the yeah. same kind of problem, but less city builders, mm-hmm. um, and more just like you know, like theme hospital type stuff. Yeah, no, because you've no, seen I... the amount of time I've put into fucking two point, and you've seen the amount of time I put into American Truck Simulator. Yeah, well, let's see. Let I me... like watching you play American Truck Simulator. It's very zen. Have you just, just watching DLC you drive? Yet, it's just so yet. calming. <laughs> the Texas DLC is not out yet, but it's but I've got I've got it on my watch list. So the second it comes up, it should ping me. Um, let's see. I have owned Oxygen Not Included for about a week and a half, and I've got fifty hours into the game. Not bad. Kind of impressive. Yeah, I'm, by the way, really tempted to buy a steering wheel. Really, we talked about this at one point, and <laughs> there is stuff you can do, but you don't want to put the money down for it. This, this, I don't. It's not He's that gonna I don't end up with foot down. pedals and everything. No no, no, no. Here's the thing: if I if I'm getting a steering wheel, I'm going to get a foot pedals and all that shit. But it's not that I don't want to put the money down. I don't mm-hmm. have the money to put down. That's the problem. Valid. I think we said it was what like. Five hundred pounds. Five hundred pounds for like a decent, decent set, a uh, decent rig. Shit, that's but, expensive. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the steering rigs are fucking expensive, especially yep. if you, tr- especially if you want to get a half decent one. Mm-hmm. Well, and you have to remember that those that the the decent ones are used as training devices. Death. Mm-hmm. They're used as simulation, simulated driving experience for CDL drivers and for. Oh, like seriously? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're actually used. No, oh, no, wow. that's what they. In the U.S., they do that, and then they give you like a week on that, and then they. Well, this is how my father's experience went. He drove for, he drove eighteen wheelers for twenty plus years. Um, towards the end of his career driving trucks, like they would put them on a simulator, which at the time was barely anything because this was the early late nineties, early two thousands. They would put them on a simulator for a week, and then they would throw them into a truck with a driver, uh, and have them do buddy drives. Um. But nowadays they do even more simulator stuff, as far as I'm aware. Because they're they're really fucking good now. They're, That's kind of cool, actually. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, I lose a lot of time doing that. I've currently, I'm currently trying to figure out how to get into space. I've kind of muddled my way into generating oxygen and kind of generating water. It was very interesting to watch. I will say that it was quite interesting to sit and watch. I'll have to show you the hydrogen stack I built because I figured out how to build a hydrogen stack. Isn't that dangerous? Like, one Kinda. spark of that whole thing goes up? I mean, there's no electrical explosions in this game, so I'm fine. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I figured out how to build a hydrogen stack, which... It's not very uses... realistic, then, is it? <laughs> not really, no. Uh, <laughs> but it drains polluted water to make clean water, which I then break down into oxygen and hydrogen and then I pump the oxygen into my base and then the hydrogen I use to power a hydrogen generator, which then provides power to the rest of my base. Yeah, so uh, I'm trying to figure out how to get into space right now because I I know that you can get into space because I know you can build a rocket because there's a whole tech tree dedicated to building rockets. Apparently the first one's steam steam powered. (laughs) That's not going to be a very simple <laughs> No, it's not at all in the slightest, but it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Um, I'm also trying to figure out how to refine crude oil into petroleum and then gener- use that to generate power. And steam. So, nice. Um, I've also been playing Frostpunk a bit because it was on 
free on the Epic Game Store, and I liked it so much that I ended up buying the Game of the Year edition for it. What's Frostpunk? I was uh, just gonna say the is, same thing. It's a, it's sort of like a, uh, it's sort of like the same kind of deal as Oxygen Not Included and things like oh. that, where it's a, where you're sort of managing a city or managing a area. Uh, Frostpunk is. I don't think I did. Frostpunk is set in an alternate 1880s, so Victorian era London. Okay. Uh, uh, well, Victorian era England, uh, in which a set of volcanoes explodes and plunges the entire planet into a uh, a volcanic winter. Like ah, uh, okay. So instead of steampunk, frostpunk. I get it now. Okay, that's cute. Okay, but it's it, yes. Yeah, that is yeah, cute. It's an alter- I like it. But yeah, it's an alternate uh, 1880s. It's an alternate Victoria era England, which, which is steampunk. It's a steampunk uh, era England. Um, and yeah, cool. your job, you are the last city on Earth. And your job I... is to build a city around a generator that is providing heat and then attempt to survive. Huh. I'd actually like to watch you play that. That sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll fire it up at some point uh, today, probably. Um, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. I'm trying to get through the last of the scenarios. I've finished most of the scenarios, but I'm still trying to finish up last autumn because I don't think I'm enacting the correct policies and making my workers angry enough. So we'll have to see how that one goes. Uh, but besides when that, that's you want I'm happy saying. workers? Just asking. Um, it's 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 balancing their discontent versus so- their motivation to work. Any game uh, like that, any game like that, I always, the way I, I like to play a couple of different saves on games like that, one where mm-hmm. I am the nicest boss possible, mm-hmm. one where I am an absolute tyrant, and one where I'm, you know, trying to keep trying everything to find balanced. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love those type of games. I mean, I, I, I did, I've, I've tried to give them hookers and gambling and cocaine, because nice. and... you actually can't give them hookers and cocaine. Um, hey, cocaine was legal at one point. Well, I mean, you, you what, it used to be in Coca Cola. <laughs> exactly. Well, one of the uh, one of the policy options is to slip cocaine into their daily rations to increase their work effectiveness, but then sometimes nice. they might just randomly die. Yeah, when some you lose some. Yeah, so I've been trying to decide <laughs> what to do there and see how that goes, and yeah, that didn't really work. So disclaimer: we do not encourage drugging of workers. Yeah, please, please don't. Please don't drink. Only pixelated drink. ones. Yep. Um, but yeah, besides that, not a whole lot going on. Um, working. Um, Life. Yep. My boss is trying to decide if he wants to diversify the business further, which would be I'd be out in the hundred degree heat for eight hours a day installing lights, <sighs> exteriors of buildings. But I'm fine. I, I I'll live. I'm not. It's not a problem to me. My buddy who works with me will not be fine because he's one of those people that just overheats for no reason. Is he a large gentleman? Nope. Oh wow. He's okay. six two, six three, just like he's like six two, just like me, and uh, about 180, 185 pounds. I don't know what that is. Uh, like how many pounds in a kilo? Two and a half, I think. Uh, no, uh, one pound is half a kilo, basically. So he's like six, uh, 90 kilos, give or take. Oh, close. sorry. I was going the other way. I was saying there's two and a half pounds in a kilo. <laughs> uh, 
try it this way. Uh, one. He's like thirteen stone, Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's not. That's that's not a big boy. No, no, he's a slight old. He's a, he, well, he's not small, but he's kind of slight. Yeah. Um, not a ton of muscle mass on that boy. Um, but yeah, he will just overheat. He is, and he's also a whiner. So, <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, but yeah, that's about it. And trying to decide what we're that. And we've gotten more mortgage offers apparently. Meth. Oh yeah, um, lots lots of offers for mortgages in in our email. So I'm starting to think that the world really wants us to make the ACTC gaming house. So we're gonna need to figure out where that's gonna be. More than likely, someone was signed in to an email account and did something and didn't mean to, or somebody used our email as a uh, as a dump email. <laughs> yeah, probably, but. <laughs> I choose to think it's the world needs wants us to have our own gaming house, and so we need to figure out where it should be. Clearly, um, I'm thinking the middle of New Mexico. I vote too I hot. Vote Scotland. I, I vote anywhere with healthcare. Scotland. So hey, we have, United, we have United States is out. We have great healthcare. It's our health insurance that is shit. Okay, I, I vote three... anywhere with healthcare that I don't have to pay for when I walk into the doctor's office. I don't have to pay for it. The only the only health treatment I have to pay for is uh, dental. Everything else is free, including prescriptions. Is your vision included? Uh oh, vision. Yeah, as well. Vision. Okay. Pay for vision too, but that's it. Dental and vision. That's it. Everything else is free. Yeah, same. You know, except if you want to get boob jobs and stuff like that. You know, the the actual stuff that is. Okay. Okay. Wait. To specify, you're talking breast enhancement. Because I can guarantee if it's a reduction, it's probably covered under your healthcare. I think it's it'll be covered if it is actually uh, causing a medical risk. Probably, yeah. But if yeah. it's just, I don't like my boobs, no. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. But, like, if it's, like, if it's causing strain on your back, then they likely will cover it. Probably. But if it's, if it's just, I don't like my boobs, no. Yeah. Titties. Um, titties. titties. <laughs> Anything else going on? Um, I am going to be streaming some of the uh, of what I well my part of the Iron Man challenge at some point. Yay! Uh, someone else is going to catch up to me. <laughs> hmm. Oh, I got to do more exactly Resident Evil Seven. Have. Shit, <laughs> I keep forgetting yeah. about that. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, for for extra life last year, one of the stretch goal, one of the incentives was that we would stream. Retail WoW Iron Man uh, on a character that we absolutely detested. M the class I hate the most is the Warlock. So I will be running it on a Warlock. I did Rogue and, lines, and I I'm died gonna... really quickly. So you, you're already dead. I'm already dead. I think I, I, imagine I, that I, I can't, can't probably I can't even remember. I can't even remember what level I got to, but I was, I was busy chatting on stream and forgot that I was doing Iron Man and so couldn't die and so wasn't paying attention to my health because whatever I'll just die and run back to my body and then it was like oh shit no, I can't do that <laughs> but then it was too late I imagine that I'll get I probably I think I'll get into at least the I probably think I'll get at least 50 when I hit Shadowlands that's where I'm concerned yeah I don't think I hit the level where you officially make the Iron Man character list <laughs> Oh, then it doesn't count. You have to do it again. 
Oh, it fuck. wasn't on the list. It doesn't account. Really? Yeah, it's Fine. not on the character until it hits ten. Fine, I'll do it again. It needs, it needs to show okay. up on the armory. Light <laughs> problem. I no longer have a subscription. Um, you can just do a free character because remember, you can do a free character up to level twenty. Is it still twenty even with the squish? I think it is, yeah. It's either 20 or 10, I don't remember. Yeah, well, you can but... at least do the 20, and then if you make it to 20, you can resub and finish it off. She gets to 20, and it's just like, oh no! Oh no! No, yeah, no, no, no force murder. <laughs> um, uh, to, since we haven't done this recently, I'm going to go ahead and do a month's worth of it. Uh, top countries. Yay. Just trying to figure uh, out a month's worth of what? <laughs> uh, the US, Romania, the Russian Federation, the UK, and the Poles. And Poland. You said a month's worth and my brain instantly went to the gutter. Oh my god. Oh, I'm such a child. <laughs> I need to know what you were thinking now. You're going to need to message me. Seaman. Yeah. I, that's, oh, I knew that's where he was okay. going. You knew exactly I, where I was going. <laughs> So, yes, Iron Man, and then apparently <laughs> Russia and Poland and the UK. <laughs> Welcome, Russia. Uh, Ukraine. Esiba? It's probably Ukraine. It's probably Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got some news and shit to kind of go through real quick. Let's try to shoot for... Do we want to try to shoot for conversation or do we want to try to get through this shit? Conversation. I would say the WoW stuff we can probably shoot through pretty quick. Maybe not the first one, but definitely maybe not the second one, but definitely the f no, sorry, maybe not the first one, but definitely the second one. Um, so patch uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands patch nine point one officially has a release date, and uh, as of right now, the current PTR build is marked as a release candidate. The patch will launch on the twenty ninth of June in the US and the thirtieth in Europe. Um, this will bring the new raid, the Sanctum of Domination, uh, which will release as raids have released tier uh, triangle words out uh, difficulty by difficulty. So June, July six we'll have normal heroic going live. Thirteenth will be wing one of LFR plus mythic. Twenty seventh of July for wing two. Tenth of August for wing three, and twenty fourth of August for wing four, the final boss. Um, we'll also be getting a shit ton of more updates. Um, there's a lot to go through in regards to that, including the the, the eye of the jailer going away and mounts being available. There will, we will have it. The full less to the uh, the release date announcement, which will have links to everything you need to know. Uh, so we'll just break down. Uh, we're also going to be getting the first. Uh, we're also be getting the new mega dungeon. Uh, for this expansion, which will be Tazavesh. Did I, did I get that right? Tazavesh. Tazavesh. The dungeon. The, the Veiled Market. It will be an eight boss mega dungeon, mythic difficulty only, um, well, which will next patch turn into mythic plus versions as well. Uh, the dungeon itself focuses around the brokers. Uh, so might finally get some more information about these fuckers, which would be nice. 
I'm looking forward to see what comes out of that because I've been curious about them the whole like I think the, the, we all have yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um the Raider IO can go fuck itself because Mythic Plus dungeon rating is now a thing. Uh, when the patch hits, you will essentially get a built-in in-game Raider ISO, Raider IO score. Um, that so will now you can streamline your exclusionary practices. Yay! Huzzah! I will, say, I will say Raider IO when you're trying when you're trying to actually push keys is actually really fucking helpful. So I will say that. Just someone who likes yeah, keys, you should really be someone who likes your dedication. keys. You're pushing keys I, with friends. I do, yes, hundred uh, percent. But then there's the occasion where uh, my friends aren't on. I want to push a key. Let's make a group. The Raider IO score helps with that shit. I'll take your word for it, because there's never an instance where I'm on and go, hmm, my friends aren't on. I'm gonna play with random ass people in I'd Mythic Plus. Fuck that shit. Get in my hands and clap. I've had some good experiences, but mm, this is what it is. Um, flying will also become available uh, in this patch. Uh, caveat, if you want to unlock flying right away, you need to make sure that your renown level is 40 before the patch hits. When the patch goes live, you do the two, you do the quest chain and uh, that gets you up to 42 renown week one and you unlock flying account wide. It's very easy. It's very simple. Just make sure you're renowned as level 40, which, if you're zero, you can get to 40 in a week of passive play. I did it last week. Less. One actually, week? You, you can do it in less, less than a week. I thought, I thought it I thought it. Well, yeah. sorry. No, it's actually, it's like, it's seven days if you start on reset day, because you have to, the last four levels, so you can do zero through 36 just by doing dungeons and world bosses and shit like that. Um, and you have to do your callings to get the last four levels, to get the last four uh, renown points. I believe. I believe you go up to 36 just passively, and then the last four you have to get callings. The last, uh, you have to do the ones that come from your Covenant quest chain as well. You have to do those, because those are locked to the Covenant uh, campaign chain. But everything else you okay. can get through just by doing callings, mythics, PvP, whatever you want. Before you go on to your next topic, tell me when you're going, because I have questions. Okay. Um, and starting on July 6th, Shadowlands Season 2 will kick off. This will bring the brand new PvP season uh, for the new PvP mounts, the new uh, the new PvP gear, the new Gladiator stuff, all that jazz. This, year's, this, this season's mount uh, is an Alliance and Horde-themed Gorm. Uh, and the scaving me. I I I'm I'm waiting for him to get to the second one on this because he missed something really big about this next story that he's got in WoW. Go ahead, you were saying. Uh, um season two kicks off uh for Mythic Plus as well at the same time. This will increase eye level rewards uh and will include the new mounts for the 15 plus uh along with the new dungeon affix which for, for 10 tormented. plus which hmm? tormented tormented yes servants of the jailer um these servants can be found throughout the dungeon and grant powerful boons when defeated in addition if a servant is not dealt with by the end uh, of the of the dungeon you will encounter them in the final 
boss. Yeah. Uh, season 2 will also upgrade Torghast, Tower of the Dam, to layer 10 and open... Uh, oh, we've already, got, we've already just speaked about the, the, me- the dungeon. Gav, what's up? Uh, well, two things. A, uh, yes, Tormented is going to fuck up everybody's uh, pathing. Yes, it is. Uh, Tormented is oh, essentially 100%. a mash. Tormenting is essentially a mashup of the very last BFA uh, affix, as well as the Queen of Shara affix. So the Nazoth affix and the Queen of Shara affix mash together, but you also get buffs from it. Yeah. So you cannot bypass them. You have to take care of them on on, on higher Let- level keys. You will have to take care of them. Not necessarily. Even on higher level keys, there were some that you... Even on higher level keys during BFA and the Nazoth patch, there were some that you did during the last boss. From what I understand is that you not only face these enemies, but you also... They also buff the bosses. Oh, did they buff the bosses this time? From what I understand, they may be buffing the bosses. I think that was my read on it. I'm not 100%. Don't take that as as gospel truth, but I think that was my my read on the situation. I would need to check that. I I need to check that that's gonna be amazing and also awful but amazing i am very excited for this affix i loved i loved the last affix the last affix was really fucking good um this one i think it's gonna be really interesting because i really like the nazoth affix i wasn't too keen on the ashara one but this was looks yeah. I think it's gonna be good. the other thing is, is that the tormented mobs spawn randomly. Yes. So uh, you can't. There's no pathing you can generate. Each path has to be generated on the fly as you're going through yes. a dungeon. Oh, so yes. like if you do the same key three times in a row, it could be in three different spots in the dungeon. Yep. Yes. The tormented mobs Ooh. will be in different places. So there. Wow. So Prideful was all about making sure you knew exactly mathematically which mobs mm-hmm. you had to kill and yes, how where you had to kill them. Because Prideful spawned at 20, 40, 60, 80, and 100% of uh, mm-hmm. mobs killed. Uh-huh. So you knew exactly, you had to work out exactly what you needed to get it for every important pull. Yeah, but uh, Tormented is going to be fly by the seat of your pants kind of shit. Because Pretty you're- much. Your your positioning is going to be different for every key. I mean, there's definitely going to be like fixed spawn points that okay, they only spawn in this specific pack right here, uh, but it can spawn in any of these packs that it could potentially spawn in. So. That's going to be intense, mm-hmm. like seriously intense. I'm kind of okay with it because I like the I like the idea of being able to work it out on the fly. I think that sometimes Mythic Pluses became too much of a science. Mm-hmm. To the point um, that, you know, somebody generated a tool that they made money on to tell you which way to go. Yep. Literally. Yeah. So I think it became too much of a science. I think adding some RNG back into it is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Adding a little bit of variance to each of the runs, I think is a good I thing. Agree. Definitely. I think it's a okay. good thing. Are, are you done your your notes for the first story? Um, for the first story, correct. Last yes. last one very quickly is that Shadowlands season one will officially end on the twenty eighth of July, uh, June in NA and 29th in Europe. The day so, before patch. Literally the day before patch. Usually it's a week before. Um, but it's technically a week before it's the day before patch, but it's a week before the new season starts. So it's 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 they've done it weird this time around. Usually we have some notice on it. We don't. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Um, but so if you are if you are expecting any seasonal rewards, do not transfer your character to a different server or a different faction, because it will probably screw it up. Don't be dumb. Yep. All right, Nathan, what were you saying? Okay, questions. Because I haven't played in months now. Okay. Yes, so you said mounts are going to be allowed in the Maw. Yes, mm-hmm. finally. Thank fucking God. I mean, they're technically available now, but you have to do... Yeah, you have to get the special ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But normal mounts will be available in the Maw. Yes. Okay. Um, the Eye of the Jailer thing where you can only do so much in there before it gets really fucking annoying and you can't move five feet without getting attacked by something, that's going away? That's a quest chain that you will have to unlock, but yes. Okay. Yes. Um, you already covered the, um, Renown. What about the, the currency for unlocking the different things in your base? Uh, oh, uh, like, uh Garden uh, Wheel has the garden. I yeah, have like the continues. combat thing. That uh, continues. Yeah. I think there's, I think there's new tiers, but I'm not sure. So, no, but is it easier to get now? They made it so, easier to get months ago. Yeah, that's the Men problem. have not played in months and months yeah. and months. So, no, they, so, so it's, it's pretty easy to get now. When what they've done is they've added different ways to get it. Well, they've increased the amount you get baseline. <laughs> they increase the amount you get if you have all your buildings upgraded in your. No, base. I'm talking about some. I'm talking about something else first. Yo. So they've increased they've increased the amount you get through mythic mythic dungeons and. And, and raiding in general baseline, but they have also increased it based on what you have in your uh, actual covenant as it is. If you have, so every time when when you've got one of everything, like level one of yeah, everything, which I, which I don't the, yet, percent, but... the percent goes up. If you get level two of everything, the percent goes up. If you get level three of everything, the percent goes up. Okay. So you said you get more from raiding and you get more from mythics. Do you get more from world quests? Like, what about the people that are doing, like, solo shit? Is there more from that kind of stuff? You're fucked. You're fucked. Hmm. Yeah, I know. It's dumb. Yeah. Your you're only, you're only outlet, then, in that case, is to get your buildings to level one, two, and three, because you get a percentage increase to the amount of anima you receive every time you get the that hit that tier point. Like, all your buildings are level one, all your buildings are level two, all your buildings are level three. Yeah, it sucks. Not yeah, great. that's frustrating. It, like, that, that was part of the reason why I started playing less and less, because I, I wasn't in a group that was running Mythics. I was doing most of my stuff solo, which I'm okay with. I don't mind if I'm, like, still have people to chat with while I'm doing things. I, I'm cool. I like soloing things. I just go and do all my achievements, or at least work on doing my achievements. But when it cock blocks me on being able to progress other stuff because I'm not getting enough of a currency that I need to progress... Because it wants to make me do stuff that I don't have access to do. Uh, what I will say is everything that you do get from the Covenant buildings is all entirely optional. So if it's something you want to do, then yes, it's cock blocking you. If it's something you're trying to do to min-max, it's not really necessary. Well, uh, I, the thing is, is that you you have the you you get the gear out of that, and that gear actually is not bad if you're a solo player. That's not really... from the gear from Covenant. Your armor set. You get yeah. you, you get you get that just by doing the yes, Covenant but you have chain. To, 
Yes, but you have to upgrade it with Anima. Anima, but the Anima prices for the upgrades is, at, is less than what it is to upgrade the actual... Yes, but if you're doing eight pieces of gear or whatever it is, it adds up quickly. Okay, one more question because this is driving me crazy. Shoot. On one side of Sylvanas's group, what's on the other side? Huh? Huh? Behind you. On one side of Sylvanas's group, what's on the other side? Uh, Lucio, Sylvanas, and Heimdall. Okay. Thank you. It, it's been making me absolutely insane. <laughs> You can go ahead and talk about the next story because <laughs> there's a whole bunch of drama behind that one, also. Yeah, I'm I know this one's gonna drama? be really I'm, to to I'm gonna let you talk about the drama because I have stayed out of it and I've tried to avoid it. Oh, so, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, Burning Crusade Classic, uh, news for B- uh, TVC Classic. There will be an arena tournament that will take place July 23rd through 25th. Um, Uh, so obviously with TBC Classic launch TBC added arenas Um, the first Burning Crusade competition will feature a $30,000 US prize pool split between the two regions um, uh, US and Europe which again will be broadcast on Twitch and YouTube between the 23rd and 25th the top 10 players of the top 10% of all players will re- will also receive the original Vanquisher title, uh, representing the best of the best arena competitors whenever you venture in Outland. Go for it. So, yeah. Hey, did y'all hear that they're having an arena tournament in BC Classic? No. Yeah, I mean, well, he, he, he literally now. just said it. Um, <laughs> did you also hear that Blizzard had the Season 2 vendors actually present in the game world? Yeah, they did. Did you hear that they were behind an impassable wall that you couldn't actually get past? Yeah, they did. Did you also hear that you could glitch through walls in BC Classic? Yeah, they did. Did you also hear that for a while they weren't actually removing the items that yeah, people bought? Yeah, yeah. Because there was an no. honor bug in Classic. So there was an honor bug at the end of Classic that uh, allowed you to get capped on honor completely, almost. Uh, there were people that had seventy and 80,000 honor banked at the end of Classic, transferred in with them into into BC. Um, sure. I still have I still have about 2.5k honor that I got in Classic that is yeah. transferred over with me. Yep, so uh, what was present were... Um, uh, it was rings. Uh, the season two rings were available. Hmm? Yeah. Yep. So uh, you have to understand that that's like a huge spike in stuff right there. That's a ma- uh, no, dude. That's the wow. huge fucking understatement. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So as as of. <sighs> Yesterday or the day before, they before. were they they had not removed anything from anybody. Mm-hmm. So Everyone all these still like had everything. Yeah, but as of yesterday, it looks Thursday. As of Thursday, they started removing the items, but we don't know when they're removing them. And that arena tournament, as I believe, this weekend. No, the arena tournament. The, the arena tournament Next. is 
is next, next okay next then, week it's wednesday through friday next week so it's, after the, it's after the european reset yeah so then we should be fine but it was hilarious because people were freaking out because they announced this arena tournament the same day that these people were getting these season two reward items Chris, your video camera keeps going, like cutting out. My video camera's a dick. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it was hilarious. It was I it's fucking loved it. Now. People were yeah, you're gone. Um, people were losing their shit about it, and it was hilarious. Uh, they well, also how do, you, how do you invite people? Like, so how were the invites to the tournament done? Were they based on your rankings? No, no, no. So the invites are so the 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 tournament was uh, you had to sign up by the 9th of July. So the 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 actual signups are closed. The, the June, you mean? I was just gonna yep. say 9th of July is yep. not. Yep, yep, June. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I was wait, legitimately so, confused. Wait. So nice. Wait. So the tournament's not this month. It's next month. Thought it was this month. No, it's next month. It's July. I said July. Okay. You said this oh, month yeah, and you've okay. screwed next me month. up. Okay. You said this month and screwed me up. God damn it. That again. sounds like a you problem, sir. So you have to sign up by the 9th of July okay. um, to actually enter it. Uh, the offline bracket uh, will start on the 17th and will end on the 18th. The actual arena tournament itself is on the 23rd through the 25th. Okay. So they have time to fix this issue Plenty. Before this whole tournament happens. Yes. Okay. And so it looks like those those uh vendors were actually just the regular BC PvP vendors, and it looks like they were actually just on the live things. Yes, they potentially. were turned on when they shouldn't have been, essentially. Yep. Dumbasses. So the wall glitch thing is a completely different thing. Uh in other drama relating to Burning Crusade Classic. What, what else? The Karazhan chess reset. Chris, you heard about that one? Uh, no. There is an exploit with the chess event where you can reset the chess event as many times as you want and it gives the same gear every time. What? <laughs> what? Yup. So you could say class stack a bunch of paladins and if you got a paladin like say a two-hander or a piece of armor gear, a good piece of chest gear. Reset and you get could it. For reset every and one of them. bring all your buddies in with all oh, their paladins fuck. and get that piece of gear to drop again. And then you could gear everybody that way. And you could run splits. You could you could run class based splits. You could run uh, armor class splits and send everybody in to uh go do I'm assuming that's and... been fixed real oh, quick. Oh no, I don't believe it has been. Uh, it might have been fixed. I'm not 100% certain. I wasn't reading too deep into the story. Um, they, but They did some hot fixes today. Let me double check. Yeah. Oh, that's uh... ridiculous. Uh, but they did Karazhan just begin... is not on the hot fix list. Jesus Christ. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, here is a story per Icy Veins. Blizzard is bringing the Banhammer down in Burning Crusade Classic, but this time using a measured and careful approach, as some players have been suspended for significant amounts of time for exploiting Karazhan, but others that did the same are not. And it actually does make sense. As initially mentioned by Alec and others in several Reddit threads, there are two things going on here and three groups of players. First off, the key thing is that the chess event is, was, exploitable, 
as players could reset it and basically get the same loot again, repeatedly. Unfortunately, there was also a bug that saw the doors of the chest room closed if the raid left the instance after the encounter was completed, as many did to resume later. Chest was a natural either start point for your second half or an end point for your first half. Yeah. Um, and the only option was to use the exploit and reset the chess events so that the doors would open at the end. Uh, so then we have three separate player groups that use the exploit for different reasons and in different amounts. Players that abuse the exploit and reset the event many times, they have received suspensions, looks like two weeks as the default, or more or less, depending on previous infractions. And almost all of that loot has been removed. Players that use the exploit once due to the door bug, and they did not seem to get any suspensions or loot taken away. Which is fair. Yeah, because they weren't they weren't doing it because you're of the gear. They not were doing, doing it. it the you're, you're doing it to be able to access the rest of the fucking dungeon. And then there are players that use the exploit a few times in order to get more loot. Um, uh, they some players are reporting doing it as many as many as three times and not receiving any punishment whatsoever. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. of a gray area. I I mean. I, if you use the exploit to get additional loot, it should be option A, banned for a certain period of time. If you use the exploit to just open the fucking door so you can do the rest of the dungeon, then option B, you're not getting extra that you shouldn't be getting. You're just getting to go finish what you started. Uh, know, but yeah, we, don't, we we do night when we do Kara, we do night bane last, so we always kill Prince and then double back. So we would need to we'd need to make sure the door is open. If it's closed, we'd have to bug it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I just thought it was uh, hilarious because uh, that's very close to how Destiny does things, except that so when Destiny 2, if there's an exploit that's discovered in Destiny 2, they patch it as fast as they can, but they don't take shit away from anybody. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. You exploit yourself to perfect everything? Oh, well. It'll all get reset next season. It's not a big deal. Jesus. Plus, there's yeah, there's a hard cap on power and everything like that. So yeah, it's just yeah, I thought it was a hard cap. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious, personally. Uh, but yeah. Okay, Gav. Yeah, uh, let's do this. How we mentioned this last week, um, nope. but hey, Diablo I'm the one that put it in there, so it's very possible that you guys mentioned. I don't think week, we did. I, I believe we did, but it's whatever. I'm Diablo Two Resurrection is coming out September 23rd. There will be an early bird beta program if you purchase before the game, before the before the launch date for the game. So, um, if you have not gotten into any of the technical stuff, the betas or the alphas up to this point. You get guaranteed access when the when the beta goes live, when the open beta goes live, when the when the closed beta goes live. I should say, you will get From resurrected access. is essentially the resurrected is essentially do, just D two Diablo two remastered. D two remastered, yeah, no, yeah, it's not D two on is not on the D three engine at all. Okay, it is a ground up remastering of the entire game, pixel perfect. Okay, it is an insane amount of work that this is something that they've been working on for years. So. So it is running. Be, it's not going to be like Warcraft Three. No, this is the original engine for Diablo Two running in the background with an overlay over it, essentially. Okay, so here's what I'm confused by. Okay, oh, wow. 
So I went on the shop because I was like, okay, I so want to play this because mm-hmm. I fucking love Diablo 2. I want to play Resurrected. I'm I'm so there. Okay? okay. So there's two prices. There's just Diablo 2 Resurrected. Okay. And then there's the what's called the Prime Evil Collection, which is Diablo 2 plus D3, the Reapers of Souls expansion, the Necromancer pack. Um, okay. Uh, I have. I, once, okay, can I can I jump in and tell you that I know exactly what you're talking about, and I already have an answer for you? Okay, good, please, because I it doesn't you fucking. You have sense. a third option that is called upgrade, I believe, or deluxe edition upgrade, or something like that. It should be at the very top of the list. Okay. Okay. Says the reason for that is that Diablo Two Resurrected includes Diablo 3. So you have an upgrade option because you already own Diablo 3 and all of the expansion content. Okay. The upgrade option is still more than the cost of Diablo 2 Resurrected. That means you're probably missing a DLC piece, potentially? I have everything for D3. Uh, then that... Oh, so the, that cost will be also the oh you know what it might be yeah. it might be the pet and the wings because i think the, it's, the, yeah the, yeah that's gonna say because you've got the the resurrected you've got the primeval collection the up so for me the the primeval is 39.99 the upgrade is 42.99 mm-hmm. so it does yeah. work out cheaper yep uh but because that includes the cosmetic items for d3 is the thing yeah so, yeah, if you just want to buy the game itself, just get regular Diablo 2 Resurrected. Because I was like, what? But I'm I w- just going to get Resurrected. I'm not going to get the full, the, the upgrade. Yeah, I, but also, like, I'm still surprised at how much the Resurrected is. Like, I was like, wow, that's a lot more than I was expecting it to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're... Okay, I'll, I'll speak to... I'll, I'll mention this when we get to it. That's fine. Okay. Uh, closing down. I had a question, but I'll mention it when we get to it. Okay. Uh, Chris? Uh, what's next? What's next? Oh, this is it. Okay, cool. <laughs> the one that um, you're excited about. No, not even that, because I have a question that actually relates to D2. Um, globalbattle.net is now live. What does that mean? Uh, your friends list from Europe and US are now connected into one giant friends list. I went from 150 friends to 300 friends overnight. Oh my gosh. It was a lot. <laughs> It was kind Sorry. of overwhelming. It was kind of overwhelming. And, and the funny thing is, is a, pro- a lot of them are probably duplicates from people who had... No, no, no. The duplicates merged. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, the duplicates merged. I only oh. have one Neth. Oh, really? I only have one Danny. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> they were smart about that. Oh, wow. Um... They are also they are also pushing for they are also beginning beta tests for Overwatch crossplay, which uh, great that's another leap in a direction that we all want. Um, this opens a lot of doors or a lot of potential doors, and I know I, Gavin's going to be really ahead, shut that door right now because you I know, know they're never going to do cross region. But I Chris, I thought the Overwatch crossplay was between console and PC. It is, it is, okay. it is, but it still opens doors, Neth. True. True. It still op- it still makes doors there that could potentially be opened, Gav. Like maybe gas vents, but not a door, not even a window, not even a doggy door. 
I mean, you can use vents to travel in among us. Yes, are you a six-foot-tall beam person that can fit inside of a two-by-two vent, apparently? No. I mean, sure. (laughs) I mean, they're like three feet tall. Six feet is fall, guys. Six feet is fall, guys. Six feet is fall, yeah. Among Us is like three. Um, I... Don't, don't, don't shed on my cereal. I really hope that they do end up going the way that you go. And like a lot of people point to latency as like, oh, well, you know, like you'd, you'd have people who would have like really high latency and they complain. Okay. But if, if you make the choice to play on, like if Chris is like, oh, I want to play with Gavin Nath, I, he can play on North American service. That's his choice. He knows he's going to have latency. It doesn't run like that. So if they globalized, it would be global central. It would be global server clusters that spread the load across the entire face of the earth. Basically, that's what Final Fantasy fourteen does. Final Fantasy glo- fourteen does. That's what Star Wars: The Old Republic does. They they have decentralized servers that spread the load across the entire thing. They have shards essentially, and the Rift shards are not does. region. The shards are not regional. The shards are geographical, for the yeah. most part. Uh, I'm for it. Like. This whole separation is silly at this point. Like, let us play with our fucking friends without having to have a second goddamn account. Like, they are the only modern MMO that has server architecture like this. Yeah. It doesn't matter because it prints fucking money. I don't want to play with the Russians either. I mean, I mean sorry, Russia. Worse than fighting with Brazilians. <laughs> no offense, sorry. Sorry, Russia. I know y'all listen, apparently, but actually, back in the day, we had a couple of people in my um in my vanilla guild that were f- from Russia and played on the North American servers with us, and they were great, like good people. I I, I got done playing with Russians when I played Counter Strike. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. I love you all. Your 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 food is adequate. Your weather sucks, and your totalitarian dictatorship sucks. Ooh, but I'm you know. Now. But uh, yeah, yeah, no. I just want to play with my friends. Yeah. It'll never happen. Your friends will abandon you. Jesus. I won't abandon you, honey. Gav might, but I won't. Gav's a dick. I will drop you all like hot fucking rocks. I just, I just, I just want to play with my friends without having to pay fifteen dollars extra a month. Yeah, it sucks, don't it? it does because, yeah. like, I like, like. Here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not asking for me to be able to play my shaman that's on Magtheridon and group up with you on Area Fifty Two. I am not asking for that. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Why not? If we're the same faction, why couldn't no, we? No, 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 because because that's how Final Fantasy's server works. That you, if you are on a US shard, you cannot connect to someone on a European shard. But okay. if you want to, you can go to the server select and jump to that server and just play a character on that server. That's they how, they, that's how they have Wars full transparency. They have full transparency on how shards work, unlike how WoW has zero transparency for shards work. Remember uh, what was it? Legion and shard hopping. Yeah. Because you had to shard hop to try to find stuff. Yeah. But in regards to... So Final Fantasy works in, in a way that the these this is the list of Europe, European servers. This is the list of Japan servers. This is the list of North America servers. 
play on any of these servers. Pick, pick a server. Play it. Oh, you want to play with someone on J- Japan? Make a character on, on the J- Japanese servers. If you want to play with someone on North America, make a character on the North American servers. I'm fine with that. Just give my account access to all of the fucking servers. Without needing a separate account, separate subscription. I am more than happy to relive. I, I will fucking give you money for a boost. Just put me on the... Just give me fucking server access. You un- we, I understand if I play on a if I play from Europe and I connect to the US, it will lag. I don't give a fuck. I've done that since Cataclysm. Just, give me, just don't force me to buy another account to fucking do it. Don't force me to buy two goddamn expansions to play with my fucking friends. Sorry. No, I I agree with you though. Like. Like, I really do agree with you. It's ridiculous that you have to have multiple subscriptions and multiple copies of the fucking game just to play with people who live in different geographic areas. Like, it makes Only no sense. Only modern MMO that works like that. Yeah. Only modern MMO. And it's, people wonder, and Blizzard wonder why everyone thinks they're a bunch of money-grabbing fuckwits. Sorry, I'm really I, I got I got really heated. I apologize. <laughs> oh dear. Oh man. Okay, let's move on from this story so Chris stops getting angry about things. Chris is really angry, and I'm sorry. Yeah, you got a whole bunch of shit to talk about about uh, uh, Rudy Tooty point and shooty stuff. I do. Um, so season four has just started. Um, and thank you to Vil. He apparently decided to test out the gifting feature and gifted me the season pass for uh, season four. Um, so it started. So for Warzone, that means three new operators, a new Gulag layout, crash satellites, red doors, new weapons, including a nail gun, which I've yet to find, but I'm dying to try out. Um, on the multiplayer side, there's four new maps and three new modes. And for zombies, there is a new outbreak region, a new map, and a new quest. Um, what little I have gotten to play since it went live has been pretty fun. Um, the new weapons that I've come across so far are pretty effective. So, yeah. Stuff. As long as you're happy, that's all that really matters. I am. I'd be more happy if we have more people playing it still, but everybody left me! I'd be more happy if I had more people playing Destiny with me, so... I would play that with you, but for the fact that it makes me vomit. (laughs) Like, I can't control that. Um, Not with that attitude. Exactly. On that (laughs) note, um, (laughs) the season of the Splicer story in Destiny 2 is rapidly starting to come to a crescendo point and I'm actually really thrilled with it. It's uh it's been very good. There's some twists and turns that I did not expect coming and are uh and like I said, I also have been very 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 happy with uh the gameplay model that they're following with this season. So I can suggest it if people are if people enjoy that style of game where the, the mindless shooting um there are 
story threads that have been planted for like the last two expansions that are starting to unfurl. And yeah, Bungie does nothing if not make a good, compelling story generally. And I say your your opinion of Destiny has been a fucking roller coaster. It is. It, it, remember, remember the very beginning? Yes. Biggest regret 2018. Biggest regret 2018. Yeah, yeah it was 2018, 2017, that. something like that. Yeah, it was like biggest regret, biggest regret for purchases. It was like, okay, Forsaken came out, the game turned around. I've actually been very like, happy. You with shot it. all over it for a while, and now you're like, it's great. They have great stories. Yeah, no, Bungie always does a really good story. The game sucks sometimes, but the story is generally really good. No, I, I'll agree with that. Like, whenever I play Destiny games, the story is always super compelling. Yep. So, I would love to be able to find that out, but I can't play them long so enough to You can find out the story if you want to. There is a website called Ishtar Collective. I will link it for you when I get an opportunity. Oh, really? It and it just goes all, through the... It contains all of the lore information for Destiny. Okay. I mean, both I, Destiny I would... 1 and Destiny 2. I'd be interested in seeing that because I, I would like to see the storyline behind it, but um, I just, I can't fucking play that game. Also, do you have three or four hours to kill one day? Usually. Okay. So there, there is a, there is a YouTuber called my name is Bife. Um, he does destiny lore deep dives. Uh, he has a video that he has kept updated called the entire history of the destiny universe. It is, I believe three or four hours long and covers all of the major plot points and beats that you will need to know to understand what's going on in destiny, except that you're not really going to understand a fucking thing because the story is so fucking arcane and draconic and layered 17 layers deep. And the entire story of destiny is a Xanatos gambit. So, um, if you have four hours to kill one day, I would strongly suggest watching the video. I will okay, link, link that me one that too. Well. Yeah, I will link that. that one. It's the uh, description uh, for the show also. Um, but yeah, so I, but yeah, I've been very happy with this. I've been happy with season of the Splicer. I was not happy with season of the. Wasn't happy with the last season or the season before that. So season of the hunted and season of the champion or something like that. I wasn't happy with either of those two seasons, but Splicer I've been very happy with so far to the point that I actually bought the season pass. And if they continue this play model through to the next season, I'll definitely probably keep playing through the next season, which would be a shock for me to play two seasons in a row. So. Uh, but yeah, um, in other news, uh, something near and dear to Chris and mine's heart, uh, Baldur's ah. Gate three has been confirmed to not be releasing early acts out of early access in 2021 they're shooting for a 2022 release date and guess um, what i'm happy about that yeah like I'm the next really happy about that they actually mentioned in the interview that this this uh story kind of condenses down a little bit that they are don't want to rush the game they feel like it deserves the development time and the next major update we'll be getting will be a systems update rather than a content update i this wish is... more studios would take that as would take that um, opinion of, hey, this needs more development time. We're going to delay it. We know it sucks that we're delaying it, but you're going to get a better product. Yeah, the exact, the, I believe the exact quote is, the good news is another major update. The biggest yet is just around the corner. Um, so, and that's the thing is a lot of people like to shit on CDPR on that front, but they delayed that game for like a year and a half. They tried as hard as they could, but they eventually did get pushed to actually release the game. So I, I, I still feel for CDPR over all yeah. that. 
because they we, got we pushed to re- they pushed they were pushed to release that game. Uh, Kevin spoke highly of it after some of the patches started coming out. So I haven't had a chance to jump back into it yet. That's the problem. I won't. I, I, every time, like I, I look at it, it's like I know I really need to start this from scratch again when I jump back into it, and that's my problem. I don't want to have. I want to jump in, but I know I'm if I, if I'm doing it, I need to not. I need to focus on it. I need to not have. World of Warcraft, new new patch coming, TBC focus. Uh, I need to, and there needs to be a time where there's not just so many fucking j- to do, so I can just jump in and enjoy it. Because I completely expect it's going to be a fantastic game once I now that all the bugs are gone, well at least a, a good chunk of them. But I I, I don't have the time. <laughs> I had the time when it was live, but when it launched, but I don't have the time anymore. I get you. I understand completely. Like, it's sometimes it's just a struggle to like log into some things and do upkeep chores you need to do. And like, I get you. I have a backlog 500 games long. So, dude, I think we all have a backlog about that size now at this point. You would think that after 2021, after 2020, our backlogs might be a little bit smaller. No, I no. worked through all of it. You worked through all of it. Net yeah, worked through a healthy chunk of it. The joys of being key workers during a fucking global pandemic, okay? Eh? <laughs> I'm not anymore, motherfucker. Yeah, lucky for you. Good for you. <laughs> oh no, it doesn't matter. I'm still working every day. That's the problem. I'm still working every day. It's just I have a more stable schedule than I did in the past, and I work less. I love so my I get job. Paid less. I love my job. I love working for the NHS. Um, but at the same time, it's like I picked a great time to swap careers. <laughs> oh yeah. I will say, Gav, you might work less and get paid less, but you definitely seem happier. Since my, my stress levels are much down. Mm-hmm. Much, much yes, down. Yes, you are, you are very much more of a happy person. I mean, you're still you. You're still an asshole, but you're mm-hmm. a happy asshole. I'm, I'm less upset about everything in the world now. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, the last of the bullet point stories we've got to go through, Chris. Um, let's see. Where, where, is, where is it? Oh, yes. Pokemon okay. MOBA. That's my one. Um, so Pokemon's got a MOBA coming out. What the fuck? <laughs> it does look really fun, by the way. Um, so for any for anyone who loves Heroes of the Storm, this is going to be a really this is going to be down your alley. For anyone who loves Pokemon in general, dead game, hundred percent. So that's dead why game. I'm that's why that's why I'm promoting this because dead game. This this one may actually get some fucking development time. <laughs> Fuck you, Blizzard. No, it's, it's Nintendo, though. If, if that game fails, they will drop it like a hot fucking rocket. You know that. Can I just well point out, this, most of this episode is just me being pissed off at Blizzard. <laughs> if- so I was just going to say, oh god, he's back on fucking Blizzard. Change the subject! <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up, bitch. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Composure. Um... Pokemon Unite is the uh, Nintendo's uh, MOBA that is coming out this summer. Uh, it is very Heroes of the Storm-esque. Uh, it's less of a terror, push down a lane, terror defense type of game. From what from what it looks like, from, from the videos and the gameplay videos we've seen, your objective is to catch more Pokemon than the other team does by the end of the time limit. Um... Whilst being a Pokemon. So you, you play the Pokemon in a MOBA style game. Um, and your tra- your trainer catches the camps that you fight. 
Okay, so it's literally it's literally cockfighting the game. Even more so, even more so than previous than regular Pokemon. It's cockfighting the game. It's cockfighting the game even more so than regular Pokemon. Yes. Oh my. Except that this time, instead of it just being a pit where you throw a bunch of uh, vaguely humanoid, intelligent, city sentient creatures into to fight to the death, um, you know, you're throwing them into a uh, into a crash. You're throwing them into a crash and then having yeah. them fight over the children. Pretty much, yes. Wow, this gets even darker every time I go through Pokemon. <laughs> yep. Um, it does look really fun, though. Uh, it is going to be free to play. Uh, it'll be available on Nintendo Switch and eventually mobile later in the year. So it will come out on Nintendo Switch in the summer and then mobile, I think they're looking at a September launch for mobile. So they're not actually competing with MOBAs. They're competing no. with Wild Rift and Bang Bang Legends and all that other shit. They're, yes, they are. For, for Wild Rift and for other mobile um, uh, MOBAs, that's what they're competing on. They are, not, they are not looking for the Dota market. They're not looking for the League of Legends market. They're looking for the Wild Rift market. Yeah, which is a much more casual game player, which they will 100% love that shit. Yes. They will 100% love that shit. If, if they give it any support, they will love that shit. Yes. Uh, I'm looking forward to it because it does look really good. Obviously, I'm, I'm probably going to play it on my Switch when I play it on my mobile. Um, but it does look really good. I know Kevin is very much interested in this. Hi, Kevin. Um, You'll listen hi, to this Kevin. maybe at some we point. Love you. Um, but yes, uh, Kevin's very much interested. I've already said to him, we are playing this when it comes out. So I'm excited. We need to. I need to have Kevin record a guest spot while he's on uh, hiatus, uh, talking yeah. about this game. Yes, because I think he's going to be. Really, I think he's going to be as kind of upbeat and passionate about it as I am. Because I love Pokemon and I love Mobas, and this looks like a really good mashup of the two. So I'm excited for it. Okay, can, can I just say, in a really weird timing of of this, as you guys were talking about, um, we missed you, Kevin. We love you, Kevin. We need to right. Kevin just popped online on Twitch, like right as you guys were saying that. It was like the timing could not have been per- more perfect. <laughs> oh Kevin's stalking us. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just thought it was funny, like because you know you, have, you see your online friends, and all of a sudden it was like Kevin is online. I was like, what the fuck? How did he time that so well? Online, but not listening. No, he's not listening. No. Um, but yeah, um, so we had a little bit of a thing that we were going to talk about. I know you were excited about some E3 shit. Yes. There's some things that I'm quite excited about. Nobody put anything down, so just start talking. I've got tabs. I've got tabs. Can I, the first one I want to talk about, it's really simple. It's really, it's not a massive project, but it looks so fucking intriguing. 12 minutes. Yes. And the voice act, like the names they have for voices in there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm what very, the fuck? I'm very excited. I'm very excited. It looks so good. So, for people who don't know what 12 Minutes is, 12 Minutes is essentially Groundhog Day, but confined to a small apartment. Um, and a period of 12 minutes. And a period of 12 minutes, yes. So, um, you, I believe you play the husband. I think. I believe you play the husband, and your 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 other your the other characters involved are a 
fem- uh, is your fem- as a female, your wife, and a random guy that you will determine more about throughout these 12-minute intervals that we'll keep repeating. Uh, that change depending on your choices in the current one and the previous ones. It's very interesting. Voice actor-wise, James McAvoy, Daisy Redlow, da- Daisy Redley, and Willem, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. This is this is this, yeah, looks fucking interesting. Um, I, I want to play it. The trailer looks amazing. It, I- it's such a simple game, though. It's so simple. It looks so I, I have it on my um, I'm intrigued, tell me more list. Um, I, I don't know that it'll be a must buy for me. I need to hear more about it first. I, I want... Oh no, I'm buying it. I am buying oh, for it. sure? Yeah. Yes, 100%. It'll be launching on PC and Xbox Series X for people who are interested in it. Yeah, see, and I, if that's the case, because there was a bunch of them in the Xbox and Bethesda that um, if you have Game Pass, you have automatic day one access. So I may just have it. When it goes when it goes live, because yeah. I've got the Xbox Ultimate for PC and console, so I, I may just straight up have it right away. Uh, guys, I will be right back. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's twelve minutes. Um, the one I think a lot of us are going to end up playing is the Left for Dead successor, Back for Blood. Um, the trailer and the gameplay looked really fun. Um, and it looks like there's like different PVP modes and stuff like that. So I think that's definitely going to be one that especially our group will end up mm-hmm. playing the shit out of. Um, it looked amazing. Now, there has been some criticism about it is the problem. In what way? Uh, so a lot of people are saying, I, I think Forbes or somebody did did a uh, review of some of the uh, the alpha stuff or the beta stuff that's been released so far. Um, and they said that the gameplay is great. They're very happy with it, but it does feel very <clears throat> a little too left for dead Except that the characters have zero uh, zero uh, personality. They don't feel like the characters have that sort of Left 4 Dead. You know, the thing is, with Left 4 Dead, you felt a connection to Bill, Francis, Lewis, Zoe immediately. Like, you, they, they had just very... They, their, their personalities were very large. And I like that, because I immediately connected with the characters. I mean, Rochelle, Coach, Nick, Ellis, I felt the same way with them. A lot of people are saying that the characters don't feel very. They don't connect with the characters very well. So that's been the biggest complaint I've seen so far. Um, I'm curious to see how this ends up going, though. To see if they do anything to improve that as time goes on. Sorry about that. I mean, I don't know that I agree. Because if you go on the actual webpage and like read the character bios and stuff like that for the characters, like there are characters that I'm like. I resonate more with than others, obviously. Um, but they're like, they're all kind of like, you know, like your everyday sort of people. And it, it goes into it on the webpage on what the their backstory is, is. Show, don't tell. That's the number one rule of visual storytelling. Show, don't tell. 
you don't want to have to if you're telling something in a visual standpoint is this goes back to game design too so silhouettes people talk a lot about silhouettes in games um or what are we talking about silhouettes uh, right. characters I, in back from blood i'm okay. talking about silhouettes right now um so <laughs> team fortress 2 has a classic set of silhouettes you look at the shadow of a team fortress 2 character you know exactly what they are without even knowing who they are. Mm -hmm. So you can look at the heavy. Heavy weapons guy in Team Fortress 2. He is a big, huge tank bear of a man and just a giant triangle torso. You know inherently this guy is going to be your front line because of his build. You see this sort of thin, sort of gangly looking guy. It's kind of hunched over this is probably either your infiltrator or he is your recon and then you look at the other guy and he's a tall lanky sort of suave kind of silhouette you're like okay that's got to be your infiltrator the other guy's got to be your recon so you can look at a silhouette and understand what a character does without looking at anything else left for dead had a very good way of doing this so in Left 4 Dead, if you take a really close look in the original Left 4 Dead, the characters lighten as they go up the body. They all have dark pants, darkish shoes, and light-colored tops. Each of them also has something on their shoulders or head that differentiates them very clearly in silhouette from the other characters. Francis and Lewis are both bald, but Francis has a beard, and his head is a little stockier than Lewis's head. Lewis has a much slimmer head. Bill has a beard and a beret, but the beard is white, so it stands out. Zoe has a ponytail, so it's very easy to tell which survivor is which. It's very easy to differentiate who is who. And the visual, the, the, the visual language they use for each of them kind of gives you an idea of who each character is and what their whole deal is. So it's showing rather than telling. You look at the silhouettes for Back for Blood. They are all just very busy. They're far too busy. They've got all this shit on them and they've got all this stuff hanging off of them. Um, they are not visually distinct from each other. Like just looking at them from a silhouette perspective, I don't, I don't like it. It doesn't feel like they have a lot of character. Anytime I have to go in and uh, to understand what this person does on a daily basis, I feel like it's bad storytelling. That's just me. As I sit here and dominate this conversation. No, I'm. I, I was listening. I didn't want to interrupt you. You had a flow going. Gav's flow. The camera's off. No, I know it was off for a reason. Okay. I uh, mean, I, I don't know that I agree with you. We haven't seen enough of the game to know whether or not you're going to be able to easily identify what the character is and what their backstory is. Like, you're going on very minimal information right now. And realistically, me looking at the characters there, even without reading their backstory, I can tell like 
who's going to fit into what kind of role just from looking at them. I I just I I like simplicity in what I'm dealing with. That's why Left for Dead and Left for Dead Two I really liked. I really liked how the characters were set up because they were very they they stood out very clearly from the game surroundings. They stood out very clearly from the enemies, and they stood out very clearly from each other. Like, I mean, even going into Left for Dead Two, Rochelle was kind of a bit anomaly, but. Is it, look at, is, is, it, is the new game having issues determining which mobs mob, which which mobs which? I I've, I've based on the gameplay and the other stuff that we've seen so far, the character reveals, the gameplay sort of stuff that they've done, and some of the reviews that have gone out for some of these for some of the early access stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, some folks are complaining about the characters not feeling lived in enough. All right. But I, and I was I was just I was going over game silhouette and showing rather than telling was what I was arguing. With, or what I was arguing. Yeah, I, I just don't necessarily disagree. I think the characters are fine. I've had a dog it, being a deck. I'm sorry. Okay. Ooh, pizza. Um, but yeah, I I, I, I don't based based on what I've seen so far, I do not believe that these care. I think these characters are too busy. I think the player characters are too busy. And I don't think they stand out enough. I do think silhouettes are, are important. Um, I mean, look at heroes. You look at statues, you know it's fucking statues. Mm-hmm. You look at Artanis, you know it's Artanis. Mm-hmm. It's just it's the silhouette gives you that visual in, quick visual indicator. Oh, that's what that is. I mean, and I'm not going to say that the game's going to be shit, and I'm not saying that there's anything that these these character models will grow on people eventually, but I think they're too busy, personally. I think all the player character models are far too busy to be doing what they're doing. That's just me, though. Yeah, I can understand that criticism. I think I think immediate identity and immediate recognition is important. Like I said, you look at Left 4 Dead 2. I can already tell things about about. Um, Coach, Nick, and Ellis, just looking at them. Nick is wearing a seersucker suit. He is wearing a white seersucker suit in the South. He is a con man. Mm-hmm. Coach has a tucked-in polo and a pair of khakis on. Nick is a redneck. Ellis is redneck. Uh, mm. Nick is a uh, fast-talking... Uh, Ellis, sorry, yeah. uh, you look at Coach, he has got a polo shirt and a pair of khakis on. And the polo has a logo and two very dominant colors. I'm from the South, so I recognize this. This is this is the coach of a sports team. This is somebody mm-hmm. who coaches like high school sports. Yeah. Maybe college level. You look at Ellis. He has got a pair. Uh, he has got a um, he's got a, uh, a unity suit on. He's got a union, a, a one piece. He's got a pair of coveralls on that are unzipped and tied at the waist. Stereotypical redneck. He works in a garage. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that immediately, just looking at them. So I don't even need to know who these characters are. I don't need to know. I Before I even started the game, I was like, this guy's con man. This guy works in a garage. This guy, I think he's probably the coach of like a little league team or something. And this woman, I have no idea what she does. And I was... I was, I was, I was I, that she, was, she was a reporter. 
Uh, Rochelle's a reporter. Like yep. It's hard to it's hard to convey that sort of thing. Mm. But it's like I look at it and it's like I was able to tell things about these characters without even knowing anything about the game yet. I'm looking at the back for blood characters right now, and I can't tell anything about them as a character just by looking at them. I can tell that this one's probably this one's probably your your medic, this one's probably your heavy weapons, this one's probably your engineer, but I'm not able to tell like specific aspects of the character themselves. There's no immediate indicator. To me at least. And that doesn't mean that other people don't see things that might give them any indication about it. That's just me. I've, I've done one. Who did that one? Because that was AFK. That was me. Gav, your turn. <laughs> I have shit. I didn't want shit about it. Didn't give a fuck. Um, the only other one that's probably going to be, like, right now, um, that's a must-buy for me is Redfall. Um, okay. which looks really interesting. Um, looks what like it's... Redfall? Redfall is the one that was in the Xbox Bethesda um, showcase, it, humans versus vampires kind of thing. Is that um, the one that I mentioned earlier? The one that's the the battle royale but vampires. Um, I don't know. It's a it's a co op shoot. It's open world co op shooter. I don't think it's a battle royale. Oh, I was thinking of something completely different. Okay. It, yeah, because you did mention that, but I was kind of confused because I was like, I don't think it's a battle royale. It's, you know, like you you can play single or multiplayer um, up to three or four, uh, three or four player co-op. Um, there's different loadouts, um, but like you're specifically going after, like you're trying to go after the vampires that are in your area. Um, what they've shown looks really interesting, and I think the backstory is going to prove interesting as well, just from what little's come out so far. Okay. Because, like, there's human cultists who also you're going to be up against because the human cultists are worshipping the vampires. Mm-hmm. So. It, it, it looked, I, I just thought when I watched it, it's it, it looked interesting enough and it looked fun enough that I think it would be one that I would probably really enjoy playing. Okay. Um, one that drew my attention pretty quickly, <clears throat> the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, RPG that's coming out. That's one of the, my, I want to know more. Before I commit to spending money, uh, it definitely looks amazing, but I want to more, know more. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair enough. And um, I'm going to let you a- keep talking. I'll be right back. There is a gameplay trailer that they released uh, for it uh, during the event, and it essentially feel looks like Mass Effect, but Guardians of the Galaxy skin over it. And instead of two two companions, you have the whole team. It looks okay. really good. The voice actors, the voice acting, isn't the best I've ever heard. Mm. Um, but the voice acting and as much as I love some of the voice actors in Avengers wasn't the greatest in the world I've ever heard either. 
Okay. The only one that the only one in that game that I thought was really fucking good was Thor. Travis Willingham did a great job as Thor. I, I don't I don't even think Laura Bailey did that great a job as fucking Black Widow personally. But the voice acting in this one, not the greatest, but not the not the worst. At least from the clips I've heard and the clips I've seen, the actual gameplay looks really fucking intriguing. It it has that Mass Effect feel where you're controlling your companions. But obviously there's more of them this time, so there's a bit more to work around. And based on the video I'd seen, there's ultimate ab abilities. I saw Star-Lord power up his uh, his cassette player, and everyone got okay. a buff. And you started to get fucking music playing. It was, I think it was... Um, what was the one that they were playing in the actual clip? I can't remember what it was, but it was it was really good. The soundtrack, uh, the soundtrack better be fucking good. It's a Guardians of the Galaxy game. If the soundtrack is not good, then it's not worth it. It's not worth the salt. You know what I'm. You know what I'm. I saying. get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> it's a Guardians of the Galaxy game. It has to have a fucking spot on soundtrack. Yeah, they had they 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 good. Uh, Gun generated a uh, good soundtrack for that. Yeah, he did. So if game, we're just I, I'm just saying that the Guardians of the Galaxy game needs to have a soundtrack that matches the quality of the movies. Because if it doesn't, it it's it's not worth it. <laughs> um, but according to this, the soundtrack will have stuff from artists such as uh, Pat Benatar, um, Iron Maiden, uh, Joan Jett, Kiss, and Blondie. So uh, there's potential. There's some fucking potential there. That's mid late eighties. Okay. Yeah. So Pretty we're, looking at, shit. we're looking at more eighties from the Guardians of the Galaxy team, which I'm okay with. It's great, fantastic. Some of the eighties music that is absolutely brilliant. So I, I'm very intrigued by it. I'm probably not going to buy it immediately, but that all depends on what comes out in regards to betas and any kind of payment structure for things like DLC and extra characters and all that jazz. So it all mm -hmm. depends because we saw what happened. With Marvel Avengers. Mm -hmm. So let's hope it doesn't follow suit. Yeah, fingers crossed. That's my only downside, and that's why it's not on my list of I will buy this straight away. Um, I do have one extra one that's on my buy it straight away list. Okay, okay what? Two point campus. Hell yeah, yeah, your two point. Show. Oh, well, you you love the two point stuff. I love Two Point stuff because it is Two Point Hospital was my fucking game. I loved it. I loved Theme Hospital as a child. It forged everything about the kind of games I like. Um, Two Point Hospital reinforced all of that shit, and I love that game. Two Point Canvas looks super over the top and nuts and fun, and I'm very excited for it. And I will be streaming it when it when it when I get it. I don't give a fuck. I will. I will make everyone watch my bullshit on that. You don't I think give I a fuck, a camera. <clears throat> I will say you talked about Two Point Hospital so much that I noticed it was um on the Xbox Game Pass. Mm -hmm. I installed it the other day. It is very fun. I do recommend you give it a go. There you go. Um, and this is one Neth actually suggested that I give a go was Ratchet and Clank because I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game before. Which like seriously shocks me. Well, I again, I was I was a Crash and Spiral kid. I yeah. never tried Ratchet and Clank. And I've played every Crash and Spiral game, but I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game. 
I would honestly, which is really good, by the way, the new. I would honestly love to watch you play the first two, maybe three Ratchet and Clank's. Yeah, but like the original ones are just like the humor in them is so fucking funny. But they're only available on PlayStation. I don't have. I don't think I have. I don't think I could get it set up to stream on those. Unless they're available on PS4 or PS5, like on this actual store, I could maybe buy them if they are. But that, that's the only ones I wanted to mention, just because the the original, one, the first ones I mentioned look really fucking good, and obviously Two Point Campus, but the Ratchet and Clank one, Ned suggested it, and it does look fun. I like it. I I, I want to try it. Um, I had a couple other ones that I thought looked interesting. Um. Mm-hmm. Contraband, there's not much out about it. It's going to be open world. It looks like it's going to be a heist kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, that looked interesting to me. Um, Halo Infinite looks like it's going to be Halo's Warzone. Um, so that could Never that could be interesting. Game. That could be interesting. Um, Breath of the Wild 2. Um, the trailer for Elden Ring was just, like, pretty. Um... Same with Forza Horizon. Um, I, I'm I'm not big on driving games. I like watching them, but the Forza, Hori- um, Forza Horizon Four uh, trailer was just fucking gorgeous. The graphics in it were so beautiful. Um, one game. Um, okay, the game that you saw introduced that you were the biggest meh for. What? She's asking you a question, Christopher. I don't know what the the game that you like heard announced and you were just like meh, like I could care fucking less. Yes. What they would that? Them. I can't. Oh, uh, most of them, to be honest. <laughs> anything okay. that's on anything that's exclusive to Xbox, and I, I don't, and will never have an Xbox. So. I do. Um. Okay, for me. Avatar the game. I don't fucking care about the blue, weird James Cameron people. The head tail sex people? That's yeah, yeah. glorious. Uh, is intriguing. I've never seen the movie. Like, ah, I've zero I like the movie. I thought the movie was really good. Um, And then the other one, like, I know nothing about the game, but I found the humor in the trailer just so fucking funny was the, um, the Outer Worlds 2 trailer, the voiceover, if you actually listen to what they're saying, was just the humor of it was fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> Couldn't tell you what the game's going to be about. Have probably zero interest in playing it, but the trailer was just funny. I mean, Outer Worlds was a fantastic game. Uh, it's probably going to end up being Xbox, Xbox, and um, Game Pass exclusive. So that's all I know. Anyone else tired of these exclusives? I honest, in, in all honesty, I really am tired of exclusives in general. And I'm not, not going to get heated. Not just Xbox exclusives. Like I, I would love to be able to. Bonus. I would love to be able to play the new fucking Ratchet and Clank, but I'm not going to be able to because I don't own a PlayStation anymore. You know, like, is it, just fucking put it out where people can access it. Like, 
stop being so petty about your shit. Like, you're still going to get the money from it. You're going to get more money from it if you make it so that it's available on more platforms. Yeah, but you don't get the clout, and then you don't get the, uh, the hardware manufacturer doesn't get more money for sales. That's what it comes down to. It's that they're trying to drive sales for the hardware manufacturer. That's why they buy exclusives. Or the platform, I should say. Um, on that note, recently a string was uncovered inside of the Epic Game Store uh, relating to Final Fantasy VII Remake. No. Yep. Yep. You got a PC? Uh, possibly Epic exclusive. Yep. Jesus Christ. Yep. Which I I really hope they're not going. Is this Sony, ma'am? This is Sony, ma'am. They'll do what they fucking want. They don't give a shit what you think. PC, Xbox, Switch, all moving towards cross-platform. All moving towards cross-platform play. Except for Sony. Sony still fights it every fucking step of the way. I swear to God. If if Epic gets fucking another exclusive, I swear to God. Another exclusive that I would love to play. I would much prefer to play it on PC than PlayStation. Mm. Nah. Nah. <laughs> hmm? I'm annoyed. Damn it. Yep. Fuck Epic and their bullshit. <sighs> Yeah, I know. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's fucking dumb, dumb, dumb. Do you have anything else, Nath? No. Like, that... Really, out of everything, like, that was all that caught my... Like, there was other stuff announced, nothing that caught my attention or is my type of thing to play, so... I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna sit here and talk about, like, a whole bunch of games that I have zero interest in. That would be very boring very fast. Same. For me and everyone else. Same. Yeah, I'm pretty much done. I got nothing else. Anyone, anything else we would like to talk about, or are you looking at rapping? I'm okay with where we're at right now. I feel like we had a I good would conversation. I would like to hear Gav rap. Final thoughts. Yeah. Um. Stop Cut making shit one. exclusive to one thing and let me play it on whatever the fuck I want. You still get my money. Chris? Blizzard, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Fuck everything? Anybody have any do-thats or don't do-thats this week? Don't limit me in who I can play with? Do thank your friends who are feeling very gifty lately, LB and Bill. Yeah, that too. That too. Don't you forget about me. Don't, don't you forget about me. All right, folks, that is going to be our show for this week to talk to us during the week. You can find us on Twitter. The show is at CTC. Mr. Kevin is at SwingCat with AK. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I, of course, am at Gavril underscore ET. That's one I, two I's, one L. 
Uh, Neth is at Nethwinch. Send us emails to feedback at azeroctc.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us live here on Saturdays at twitch.tv slash azeroctc. We're recording and stream the show. For links to today's show, you can visit the website at www.azeroctc.com. Shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, however it is that you get this podcast delivered to you. Say new wave, boys and girls. New wave. New wave. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>